Hey guys, it's Brad. Welcome to Remote Software Genius. And we're live. Hi, Daniel. Hello, Brad. Uh, so today we have Mr. Daniel Hunter. Um, Daniel, you want to tell us a little bit about what you do now and a little bit about your, your journey and why, why you're the, the expert we have on today? Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, so I'm a software engineer at a company called Otis. Um, and prior to working in tech, I, I worked in the music industry for a number of years, uh, in New York and LA. Um, and around 2015, I was just inspired by, uh, what Spotify was doing in New York and started learning how to code. Uh, didn't know a thing about programming, was really excited to, to learn and get into it and, uh, wanted to actually build products on instead of um, selling them or, or marketing them. And uh, it's been about a year kind of teaching myself how to code, um, going to meetups and uh, consuming every free, resources, free resource online that I possibly could. Um, and was really fortunate to get an apprenticeship uh, in Philadelphia at a design agency called Punk Ave. And uh, the rest is history, as they say. Uh, I'm still in Philly now. and. Um, yeah, I love what I do. So I'm uh, really excited to to be in tech and, and writing code and building products for a living. So a couple of things that you mentioned free, re you, you didn't pay for any resources while you were learning? Not until the very end. So uh, when I started out, I was uh, using Code Academy, which um, back in 2015, they didn't charge you anything. Yeah. And now it's like kind of like a freemium product and a lot of things are gated and um but but yeah i started with code academy just like learning html and css mm. um which i can i consider like html as like a skeleton just like sure. uh if we're kind of looking at uh you know uh analogies and uh, css is essentially um you know skin and clothes and uh you know all the kind of like uniqueness um that you see uh, on a website or um, on a web application. Um, and, uh, the end of my journey, I started using a service called thinkful, which was great because they provided mentorship. Mm -hmm. Um, and at a certain point when you're learning by yourself, you kind of need someone to tell you that, Hey, you're, you're ready to go. You're ready to like, um, you know, go on interviews and, um, you're good enough and mm -hmm. you can kind of tell yourself that you're not ready over and over again. Yeah. Um, and so that was super helpful for me. Yeah. So I want to talk more about this, we can talk about it now. It seems like you've, you've benefited a lot from mentors and have like done some mentoring yourself. Is that, are you still doing that? Tell me. Yeah. So, uh, I started a, um, meetup, uh, just to kind of pay it forward. So, um, you know, I talked about, uh, the apprenticeship that I had just starting out in tech and you know you kind of get paid to learn um mm -hmm. and uh you know I, I don't take that for granted and i was really fortunate to get that experience and so um i started a free code camp philly uh meetup and free code camp is just a a nonprofit that uh allows people to go through um different uh paths um and as the name uh states it's free 
you have to pay for anything. Um, and thousands of people have gone through their curriculum and gotten jobs. Yeah. And so what's, what's great about the meetup is it brings people that are going through the online curriculum into the same room. And so you get to kind of uh, work with like-minded individuals um, in person and um, you kind of get to lean on each other and, and help each other uh, get through uh, some of the more difficult um, aspects of transitioning from, you know, um, whatever career you had prior to tech uh, into the industry. Um, now everything's virtual and, and there are a lot of like Google meetups and, uh, zoom hangouts, um, which is, which is still helpful. Um, yeah. Yeah. The, the way the things you did with that were really impressive. I remember at the same time I was in such a poor way trying to start like whatever the (laughs) polygot programmers club, which just by the name, you can tell it's not going to like get people who are novices yeah. to come in, right? It's like, it's like kind of the, the mean programmers team. They <laughs> also tried to some all, start something off of called go to learn, which don't look it up. If you don't know, it was like expand your mind. Like what was it doing? And then you can, <laughs> then you just swooped in and had this like kind of big tent, like everybody come, let's do it. And you're like, you just had the right model. And like, we're like, well, name the right, recognition the right kind of helps. Yeah, yeah. For Go see sure. learn, you know. Kind of. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I, was, I was trying to be funny. I was trying to be funny. <laughs> Pre code camp is like, wait a second. I can go to a code camp for free. Sign yeah. me up. <laughs> it's very straightforward. Yeah, exactly. Um, So in our time together, it seemed like you really went from this self-taught guy to an architect is that true like like tell me about that like what how did you i feel like some people don't some self-taught people with low self-esteem who i can't understand (laughs) say say like i like i could never be an architect right i'm i'm forever going to be stuck doing this you know this lower level Mm -hmm. stuff or not whatever the, the HTML and the CSS part, but the, the, the mm. anything that touches a database is beyond me. Save that for the Ivy Leaguers or something, right? Like, yeah, I feel like you did you did that so well and specialized. It was it was really cool. But you tell me, like, how how did you make that jump and keep that up? And like, what do you say to people who like maybe don't have, don't believe that they can do that? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, and so yeah, just just kind of finish the analogy I had about like skeletons and skin and CSS. And so you have HTML and CSS and JavaScript, which are the main technologies of, of the web. And when you're starting out, you're learning HTML and CSS, which is just um, kind of focused on uh, what is labeled as web design. Mm-hmm. And so um, typically you, you don't refer to HTML and CSS as uh, programming. Mm-hmm. Um, necessarily, but uh, it, it is a great place to start. And free CodeCamp actually makes you start there um, because you need to have a fundamental understanding of um, how to add text to the screen and how to add buttons and forms and how to style them, how to add colors and spacing um, and how to, uh, you know, make uh, an application or a website usable. And yeah, usability is is is, is important. Um, and JavaScript is, is where all the interaction interactivity comes in. And so, um, if you fill out a form, uh, you know, to log in to 
an application um, in order to send that data from uh, the website to a database or to a server somewhere. That's where JavaScript comes in. Um, and, uh, you know, over the years, web applications have gotten so complex that uh, architecture has, has really become crucial uh, on the front end. Um, and so, you know, the front end, the back end, front end is everything that is user facing. Uh, the back end is like databases and servers and um, a lot of the, the things that people might associate with folks that studied computer science um, and have more, um, you know, kind of uh, analytical training maybe. Um, but uh, for me, I, I think um, just having the right people to reach out to when I got stuck was incredibly important. Um, so, you know, I started Meetup uh, in Philly because I myself went to a ton of meetups in New York um, when I was learning and befriended a lot of folks in the industry. Uh, and whenever I kind of discovered a technology or, um, or a pattern uh, that I didn't quite understand, I would reach out to someone and talk to them about it. Um, and that really helped me um, kind of level up a lot faster versus if I were just kind of, you know, reading things on my own and not really talking about what I was reading to other people. Yeah. Um, and so I think just, yeah, just consuming um, a lot of, you know, um, kind of, documentation to be honest uh, a yeah. lot of tutorials a lot of uh great books uh, eloquent javascript is is one that comes to mind um and then talking to other people about what i was reading uh was was i think um crucial do you read any books for like I, I like reading biographies sometimes of computer mm. scientists. Like I read this like Masters of Doom one, a bunch of Steve Jobs ones. Mm. So like Steve Jobs isn't really a programmer, but uh, <laughs> Linus Torvald, just for fun, yeah. published in 2001. Like crazy <laughs> in his mid thirties. And like Linux is a big deal, but not like a huge, huge deal quite yet. You know, yeah. that one's fun. But do you read, uh, do you read stuff like that? Do you like to, to motivate you? Like what, what, yeah right. michael so, jordan the, the last dance right he's always need somebody <laughs> to be pissed off at to be like what how are you motivating yourself incredible uh yeah i, I think um i i'm honestly motivated by my mistakes um and and it it, it drives me um you know, to get better. And, and yeah, I, I read a, a ton of stuff like, so Martin Fowler is kind of considered as like, um, one of the, one of the goats. So if we're using the Jordan analogy, uh, yeah, Martin Fowler is a, uh, head of, uh, or I think his title now is chief scientist at, a, at ThoughtWorks, which is a, a major a consulting firm. And, um, his blog is, is incredible. Um, and, I'm constantly kind of reading, um, you know, uh, through that. Um, also, ThoughtWorks has this thing called the Technology Radar, which is really fun. Mm. And so, like, I think it's like quarterly, they release like um, technologies, uh, programming languages, um, kind of uh, strategies and patterns that they recommend mm. you adopt, or What's even more interesting, I think, is they 
they have a category that basically says, um, uh, you know, basically archive this or, or don't don't do this anymore. Don't use this tool anymore, uh, which is interesting. Um, and so, yeah, uh, other industry trades, um, JavaScript Weekly uh, is a, is a, a great resource um, to keep up with uh, the JS world. Um, but yeah, like uh, other great books like uh, Clean Code and The Clean mm -hmm. Coder um, for people that are learning on their own that didn't like go to, uh, didn't study this in school, I think are awesome because they teach you a lot about testing and like uh, QA and, and kind of just like being a professional, yep. <laughs> being a professional engineer and not just like someone that presses buttons and like, right. you know. Um, By the way, you don't learn any of that a, stuff in a CS degree either. Like like that, the clean coder, pragmatic yeah. program, all that, all that stuff about yeah. being a professional, like that, that doesn't exist in when you're learning about data structures and operating systems and binary trees right. or whatever, like they don't, none of that is covered, at least in my- But, I, but I'll say, I will say though that it's it's assumed that you do right like so for someone that didn't go to uh didn't study computer science in school or engineering uh you kind of you, you kind of look at people with cs degrees and, and they're kind of you see them as like uh yeah I, like revered people you know and and you assume that they read out read every book you know right and yeah. and they have all of these like uh kind of skills and experiences out of the gate and 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 you're right it's not true but um, I think that assumption is still there. Yeah, but another another assumption you mentioned, which I wasn't going to bring up, but I will now, is we were talking about oh, people who are more, I don't know, versed in performant code or whatever. We're talking about front end versus back end. Like you got to mm -hmm. care about performance in the front end too. Like yes, it, like it's get you can't just hijack my browser and disable. Who wants it, to right? wait like, twenty seconds for a page to load? Yeah, so I I think that yeah. the, that gap yeah. is really small sure the, i think the front end because it's visual is more approachable just like you know many people's first programs or games and it's like you want to make a game because you don't know what you don't you don't have a SaaS solution you want to make it's like i just want to play i want to <laughs> make something you know make something move on the screen so here you go so anyway yeah um i agree let's let's talk about your your new your new site what, what are you calling it now so you, you're doing uh, a free code camp thing yeah. what's what's your new mm -hmm. site about uh so uh you know a lot of um just from talking to people at the meetup um a lot of folks uh that i've met uh, over the past couple of years um you know talk a lot about libraries and and libraries are basically like, um, you know, uh, code that uh, typically um, an individual or a company uh, wrote and open sourced um, that allows you to solve a problem much faster than uh, you would otherwise. So mm -hmm. instead of like reinventing the wheel, you can, uh, you know, use someone else's code and, um, you know, kind of get to your destination much faster. <laughs> uh, and so, um, the problem though, is if you only use libraries, if you're only using other people's code, then you're not really getting, uh, you're not really building strong fundamentals on your own. Like if you, um, you know, are, um, you know, constantly basically like, uh, reaching out, uh, for help and not, you know, kind of, um, reinforcing, um, what you've learned 
on your own, uh, then you, you, I think ultimately are doing yourself a disservice. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, I was kind of um, thinking about this idea around uh, just providing uh, a platform to showcase uh, user interface components uh, that were built with only HTML and CSS. So you're not using any libraries, no third-party tools, um, just the basics, um, just to, to kind of show like, uh, how how much you can do yeah. without uh, using third-party tools. And so um, I call it markup and styles uh, because um, it's a common phrase that, that's used in the industry. And HTML uh, is uh, an acronym. It uh, stands for hypertext uh, markup language. Um, and then CSS is typically referred to styles. Um, and so just showing all the power and all the um, you know, uh, all the things you can do with, with simply HTML and CSS yeah. and, uh, to kind of get people to, um, you know, reach for a library, uh, a little less frequently, um, and to, to focus on the fundamentals. Yeah. I think that's super helpful because as somebody who like, I jump in and out of messing with HTML and CSS and I do it on such a like long loop that, Every time I come back, you can do more. Um, you can you can do more oh, without, man, yeah. without it's the It's incredibly hacks. powerful, dude. Yeah, um, and, and yeah. it's crazy. There's so many good like GitHub repos too. Uh, like this is the stuff you can do without any JavaScript or, or yeah, yeah, like you don't JavaScript need JS whatever. and yeah. yeah. There mm-hmm. and, and I think that's it moves so fast that it's something I think people need to relearn and people right, especially yep. if you're if you aren't. The, if you're the type of person who encourages an aura around you of I'm a know-it-all, like you definitely, (laughs) you need to relearn the most. So go back and check out the hard work that's being put in. Because if you had to, if it was only hacks, right? If everyone was still using, you know, Internet Explorer, like it would be, the world would be a very different place. Um, So we've we've moved beyond that and are trying to make people's lives faster. So that's cool. Is it up yet? When is, when are you launching it? uh that's a good question uh probably within the next like a uh, couple weeks um cool. I, I i literally just kind of thought of this in the past like two weeks and uh you know whenever i have an idea i, I try and like uh see if it still resonates with me um in the future before i you know start working on it and this one keeps coming back uh yeah. so i'm gonna get it done yeah good all right i, I think Anything else you want to say about the state of JavaScript? Or... Mm, yeah. Um, hmm. It's interesting, man. Like, uh, it's so Martin Fowler, just to go back to him. So he had uh, this classic book called Refactoring, which um, was originally written using the Java, where all the examples in the book were using a Java, uh, which is a server side programming language. Um, and he re, uh, redid the book, um, and, uh, changed all the examples to JavaScript. And I thought that was like, for me personally, I thought that was like, uh, the signal, um, among many other signals that like JavaScript has become just like the de facto programming language. Um, and I think, I think it's enormous like the ecosystem 
you can build native apps, um, mobile apps, uh, web applications, um, animation, games. Um, it's, it's really incredible. And I think it's, uh, it's interesting to see focusing on web development, um, how TypeScript has like kind of taken over a little bit. Uh, TypeScript is um, JavaScript with, with types. Um, if, uh, if you're not sure what that is, um, uh, I just do some quick Googling and, 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 and check out some videos introducing uh, TypeScript. Um, but uh, it's, it's becoming like pretty fragmented, I think, because you could go to a website uh, like CodePen, for example, um, and look at a lot of interesting um, yeah, ideas that people are putting together. And uh, people could be using JavaScript, they could be using TypeScript, they could be using um, React, uh, Angular, Vue, like all these different frameworks, all these different libraries. And in order to actually understand uh, how something was built, you're you're constantly having to like reference these new tools that are just like different flavors of JavaScript, basically, and and so it can be a little frustrating, especially for people who are just starting out, um, where you're 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 starting to learn JavaScript, and then you you you're, you find uh, a tutorial, you find something that looks pretty cool, and then you're like. Man, what's React? Like, what? Like, what is? Uh, you know, and it's like, and then you go down this rabbit hole trying to learn React, and you haven't even fully under, you haven't fully learned uh, JavaScript, um, or you're like, oh, TypeScript. Oh, I need to learn what types are, and then you go down this TypeScript rabbit hole, but you don't even fully understand JavaScript, right. and I think that's that's uh, that can be dangerous, and and also I, I'm sure frustrating for people. Um, that are new to the to the space, so um, I'd say yeah, the, the JavaScript is 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 pretty fragmented. I don't think that's that's going to change. I think it will continue to be fragmented. There will be more frameworks that will come out uh, every year. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, I think the only solution is just to stay focused um, and to always begin with the end in mind. Uh, when you're starting on the journey of learning something new or building a product, like what is the end destination and, and work your way backwards um, instead of trying to learn everything. Uh, so. Yeah, no, I, I think that all makes good sense. I, I think it's another um, endorsement for having a, a team around you too. The re, I call it like yeah. almost like reference section of, yeah, is it a meetup on free code camp or is it just a, a few people that you can ping and say like, Okay, because there's a there's a sea of of topics out there. Um, just from googling, you might if you don't know, you might get con Java and JavaScript confused early, right? That's like the, <laughs> exactly the, yeah the first mistake you'll make, and then you'll be like oh, React, TypeScript, Angular, and there's some stuff that's like just going out of style that still is still up there on the web. You can read up, you can spend a lot of time wasting. Oh know? yeah. Um, but but I think begin with the end in mind, keep it as simple as you can try and stay, stay vanilla for as long as possible <laughs> you know, until yeah. you know, what you, yeah. until you know what you're doing and then, yeah. then kind of dive deep into, you know, I, I would always say like, okay, if you're, if you're, especially if you're looking for a job or even building a product, find a product that uses that. Okay. 
uh, mm-hmm. you know, this product uses React and TypeScript. I'm going to go that way, right? Or, or, a good, or, uh, a good tool I would recommend uh, for folks is uh, called Wappalyzer. Um, I, I'm not going to try and spell it uh, off the top of my head. Uh, it's W-A-P-P-A-L-Y-Z-E-R. Uh, and basically it's a Chrome extension and, and, uh, you can do exactly what Brad uh, just said. You can go to airbnb.com, uh, click on the extension in your browser and see, oh, they're using react. They're using X tool. And, uh, if you want to recreate Airbnb as a portfolio piece in your, um, you know, uh, it's part of your process for trying to get a new job or just for fun. Um, yeah, I, I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Um, the, that's good. Um, all right. So the, I think that that covers it as far as JavaScript goes. I, I want to talk more big picture stuff because we were, mm-hmm. we were teammates once and <laughs> yeah. I feel like we made a good team and it was a, it was a special team. It has a special place in my heart, seriously. Um, <laughs> and I want to talk to you about like what, what makes a good team? Um, if you were starting your own product or company, how would you make your team? How would you pick your teammates? You're you're now managing mm-hmm. people, right? You're, or you were managing people at one point. If you like, how how would oh, you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So how would you how would you build that team? T- tell me about your thought process around that because I'm I think we're on the same page on this. So, but I want to hear. <laughs> Uh, well, I, I think diversity of thought is really important. Um, I mean, diversity period obviously is important, but, um, you know, I think having folks from, uh, different socioeconomic backgrounds, uh, having people that like sports, people that don't like sports, people that drink, don't drink, like, I, I feel like all of that matters. And mm-hmm. I feel, um, you need, uh, you need balance. Um, I think that's in, that's incredibly important. Um, I think you also need to um, just have a an environment where people can like be honest to each other um, and not feel like they're gonna hurt each other's feelings. And I feel like like when we were working together uh, in the team, uh, you know, we were fortunate to be a part of. Um, like we got into it, you know, <laughs> like, and if you, if, if you, if you watch, you know, uh, the last dance, the Michael Jordan documentary, you see Jordan and Pippen and, you know, Ron Harper and Steve Kerr. I mean, like Jordan, like freaking punch Steve Kerr in the face. Like <laughs> we, didn't get, we didn't, we didn't go that far. Yeah. 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 Uh, but, um, but yeah, like, I mean, you can, I think, uh, learn a lot from, uh, respectful uh debates and arguments and um i think having people like call you out in the moment is is like uh it hurts sometimes but obviously but uh but i really appreciate that and i think it's helpful and it it makes the team stronger um i think uh you know having time to play a game with each other or um you know talk about um you know uh, a shared experience um it, you know having those moments um you know is, is important as well having lunch together grabbing coffee with each other um you know you don't have to be a family necessarily 
Um, you know, it doesn't have to be that kind of vibe at your company. Um, but I, I do think that you need to uh, have those bonds in some way. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, however you go about that, whether that's just like team outings or um, making sure that you're reaching out to people that um, you don't often work with directly or you don't talk to you all that frequently, um, I think it's important um, to build that kind of camaraderie. Um, because like, yeah, you're, you're uh, especially at like a startup, you're, <laughs> you're it's kind of, uh, it's fast paced. It's, it's a, it's a battle every day. Um, and I think you, uh, you, you want to have that, have a high level of respect, um, you know, for your colleagues. And I think that's, that's earned obviously, but I think, um, it's not, it's not earned purely from just like performance, like, Oh, I'm like the best programmer. So, everyone respects me. It's, it's, it's also like, like, how do you help people when they're struggling? Yeah. Um, how do you, how do you give constructive feedback? Like, like timely constructive feedback, not like two months later, but like, you know, when, when it actually like could, could help in the moment. Um, so. Yeah. I, I think it comes down to partially got to think about the people you bring in. Like, do they, mm -hmm. do they think programming is a team sport or individual sport at the beginning? Yep. Do they, have kind of a growth mindset? Do they believe that people can improve or do they believe they're like born brilliant? Right? Like, yep. I, but if you believe in it, if you believe that it's a team sport, if you believe that people can improve, and I think the, I think the diversity, diversity in every aspect is very important, but I think why it's important is because if you are open and kind of like, you have some humility, let's say, right? I, I come, mm -hmm. I come to the team, I know that people are going to come from different, uh, different experiences and you kind of do when you're programming in a business, especially a startup, you're going to market test. You're going to market test within your group first, where I feel like if you had kind of a group think one mind or these individual operators who think from the jump, they know how they're going to do it. They know they're going to do it the right way. You end up with, you end up going to market with something that's not, it, it's dictated from on high and that never works, right? You're, Yep. Version one is never, never looks anything like version two. And that's, that's yeah. because the market comes in and slaps you around and says, you missed this, like this, this sucks. This is good. And I think you, you do your best to guess that from the beginning, but I, yeah. I think that what I saw us do was, I don't know, really come together and, and support each other, but also grow together and like, we all had different working hours. We were working almost 24 hours a day between our different working hours and time zones yeah. and, uh, yeah. and, and like specialties, interests. It was, I don't know, it, it was fun. I, I would, uh, I seriously think that was like the prototype team for me. Um, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I mean, it, it was, it was a strong team. I think, um, yeah, that's, I mean, it's an excellent point about uh, having a growth mindset. Like that's, so there are table stakes when it comes to like a, a great team. And I think like a growth mindset is like a table stake. Like you, you can't even talk about a great team without making sure that everyone is on the same page as far as like, can someone improve? Can someone grow um, and uh, reach higher levels of ability or are they limited 
you know, by some other like arbitrary like factor. Um, and yeah, like y y you have to have, um, you know, folks on the team that uh, believe if you invest um, the time and, uh, you know, the effort to improve um, and to learn from your mistakes, then um, yeah, that's, uh, you know, the first step to, um, to getting better and to being a stronger contributor on a team, um, being a stronger team player. Um, the the more we talk, the more I just think about the last dance every second, like every part of it, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, Rodman, it's so good because like, yeah. yeah. Like Rodman's a weirdo. He's got to go to Vegas, and but he does. Yeah. He has to go to Vegas yeah. and Phil, you have to mm -hmm. be cool with it, right? Like just like some people mm -hmm. have to work at night. Just like, just be cool with it, right? Yeah. And like, Scotty, you mm -hmm. can't sit out. Like they got to pass it to Kukoc. He's got to make the last shot, right? Like yeah. Jordan, you're not going to be great until you become a team player, embrace the triangle offense, pass the ball. Like, I know I sound like a sports nut right now, but I never watch live sports. Yeah. I only watch 30 mm -hmm. for 30s and documentaries. But like, it's so, there's mm -hmm. so much to learn from this stuff. Like it's this team building stuff is real. Like there's so many yeah. like, teams and this cohesiveness and the, the diversity and in, in mindsets, even among seven foot tall NBA players is like insane. Mm -hmm. You know, like it's, it's yeah. so good. But anyway, so. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's funny, man. Like I think, uh, Having so there's another phrase that's thrown out there. Um, have a beginner's mindset, and I think yeah. uh, that's so hard um, when you're first starting out because you're uh, you're trying to um, build trust and you're trying to make sure people believe that you know what you're doing. It's especially hard if you're self-taught and you don't have like a CS degree to kind of speak for you. I think it's even harder for women and um, you know minorities in general to um, to have to have that because uh, you you're scared to admit what you don't know and you're scared to sometimes ask for help um, because you think like oh like everyone here probably thinks I know this already or they think or maybe I should know it and I don't and so you kind of suffer in silence. Um, or um, <laughs> you 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 kind of speak out of line, <laughs> or you know, like you kind of you say something and and it's not actually, uh, it's not quite accurate. Um, yeah. uh, and so um, so yeah, I think it, it's 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 hard, but uh, it's it's really important uh, to not, um, you know, uh, think you're further along than you than you necessarily are. Um, and uh to and to not be afraid to ask for help and to you know ask clarifying questions and to um you know uh kind of be open about what you don't know yeah the, the i'm like a pro at putting my foot in my mouth and saying stupid stuff <laughs> but like early days i remember right, i was i was teaching python classes like for like in, mm -hmm. for beginners but I was like a Java guy, like uh, Python wasn't my game. But I remember I was on the on a call with Matt and like, I was just like messing up like simple, like Python dictionaries. And he, mm -hmm. if you were a different person, he would have hammered me so hard right there. He would have been like, you don't like, get it. you're fired right now. Like, what are you talking <laughs> yeah. about? Like, this is so silly. Yeah. Or like, or yeah. I was trying to doc, dockerize stuff. I remember like Vince, 
Vince came in and he's like, flag I, man. Like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> yeah. But it, it's, it was that that support, though, was nice. Like, I, I could ask him for help. Mm-hmm. The support was there and there was no judgment. It was like, don't worry about it. The, the, like, Docker's new. The yeah. list is long. And Matt's like, he didn't say it, but he was like, dude, I know, I know you've done good stuff. I know you're smart. Like, it's okay. You, like, messed up this syntax. Because it, it's... Yeah. It's... it's um, and I think... I think... Uh, it's it's so valuable to have you know people like you know Vince or, or Matt uh, um, you know on a team uh, because you know people like that they they understand like uh, you know sometimes like people might uh, feel bad about what they don't know or feel bad that they can't remember something yeah. and so like instead of like coming in with a hammer you know just like beating up some beating someone upside the head uh, you know just being like hey like uh you know like uh here's um you know here's the the answer here how you should think about finding the answer um and uh and not like you know be judgmental out of the gate you know just like all right like this person doesn't know that know the answer in this moment it's something maybe they should know but who cares like uh let's not even like you know kind of deal with that um and uh let's just move on yeah so let me suggest a summary the mm-hmm. given the choice kind of between the two teams I, I think i would always pick the team that has the most passion asks the most questions and is kind of the most most humble and open um mm-hmm. than than the one than the experts right give me the team of so-called experts and what what i think you run into is more problems like Oh, I know how to do this in HTML and CSS, but guess what, dude? The spec has changed since you learned it. And unless you're open and mm-hmm. humble enough to keep learning and keep asking questions and keep caring about the best way to do stuff, then you're gonna get you're gonna get smoked by the team who who is you know yeah. collaborating in that way. And like, and that means I, I I say it, I'll say it again. Like, the more senior developers, the ones that are good, they Google more. They Google more because they care how to do things the right way the right way to do things changes. It's like, and you gotta, you gotta develop that community. And if you, if you want to be a solo operator, you want to say, this is the way things work, period. Like uh, go, go be a math PhD, right? Get out of, get out of my field. (laughs) (laughs) I'm serious. (laughs) Yeah. Or like create an open source project. That's like, has one contributor, you know, I I guess. And you know, Yeah, yeah, no, for sure, absolutely. I, I think, um, I, I'd much rather uh, build a team or be a part of a team that, uh, you know, was humble and um, was really interested in in learning and continuing to learn uh, and to share what they're learning too. Yeah, you know, because like it, like if you're like consuming all this knowledge and, uh, you know, getting better individually, that's great for you. You know, but I think uh, I think there's some responsibility to to, to share um, oh, sure. and to help other people on your team. So, um, yeah, yeah, especially if you're evangelizing, like I I was a former idiot. Let me help you guys not be an idiot. You know, like that's it's you yeah. have to. You or have hey, to this was my struggle. Yeah. yeah, like this was my struggle. I was like terrified to, you know, um, you know, as a as a minority without a college degree at all uh coming into this industry um 
you know, I was hesitant to acknowledge what I didn't know early on. Um, and I had, I had a lot of overconfidence and it was, you know, fortunate for me, I worked at companies that, um, that checked that very often. Uh, and so, uh, you know, um, I was able to kind of get out of that, uh, and to grow, to grow out of that, um, and to, to break those kind of bad habits. Um, you know, so, uh, yeah, I totally understand. But you did it, man. Uh, I'm, I'm proud of us. And I think it, it <laughs> and, um, let us know when markup and styles comes out, I'll, I'll fling yeah. it out to, to LinkedIn and put it in the show notes and stuff too. Okay. Cool. For sure, man. All right. Thanks for the time, man. We'll, we'll talk soon. Okay. Of course. That's it for today. We'll see you guys next week. Feel free to send us a voice message, an email, or a LinkedIn message. You can see all the links in the show notes. Have a great week.